0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let's get into that. Um, Barat Senderayson uh, has been on the ground for us for, well, geez, almost six weeks now, hasn't he? Uh, calling the World Test Championship and the first four, Ashes Test. Number five is on the horizon tomorrow night coming from the Oval. Uh, he's been at training in the last 12 hours and some really interesting observations there and a clue as to what the Australians were doing. Um, Barat, very good morning, good evening to you. But the most important question off the top, what's the weather like in London?
1: Um, I mean, there were a few dark clouds around today. They say that it's going to rain on day one. Uh, But then then, uh, it does clear up. But, you know, one thing I've learned about the English... Uh, they have no idea about their own country. I have no idea. I honestly have no idea how they invaded all these countries and like ruled over them for all these years. Like, because they have no idea about whether it's going to rain tomorrow or not. Like, they say, like, like, even even a few days ago, right, in Manchester, they said, oh, the weekend's gone, there's going to be no play, it'll rain, there'll be torrential downpour. It, it, it kind of drizzles for a couple of hours. That's all. And, you know, so, um, they say it's going to rain on day one. I'm not going to believe them till I actually uh, like feel a couple of drops of rain on me.
0: No, that that is fair. The bureau, the Bureau of Meteorology, it's alive and well in in all countries. I think by the sounds of that. Now, Barrett, some very interesting observations from Australian training today, and I want to get your take on them, but. I hear in the background, I know, and we've interrupted a, a, a night out um, with the Australian media. And are you getting hosted by the locals? Is that is that what's happening there?
1: Uh, I mean, like, we we were hosted by uh, the Cricket Writers Club, which is a big thing in uh, England. It's been uh, a thing for nearly hundred years. I played the Porsche card. I went up to the bar and I said, oh, "Do you have some Pinot Noir?" Uh, <laughs> you know, being from South Australia, <laughs> and and and. And the guy just looked at me and said, uh, "Mate, we can give you some malbec." And I was like, "Yeah, it's free, so I'll have the malbec." Like, yeah, yeah. So that's the best they did. But no, no, it was it, it was a, it was a lovely evening, um, and uh, there was no food on offer, so we oh. had to find some curry for ourselves, not too far away from the oval. So that's where I am right now.
0: Outstanding. And the reason behind that questioning: um, were, were the tissues provided? Um, because have they stopped crying? Have they stopped whinging?
1: Yet? Uh, uh if you just trusted the the people of England and the English media, you would think, in, like with one test to go in a five-match series, England are seven-zero up, <laughs> like uh, because they think they think not only have they won every test match, they won every session, and it, 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 even the even the win against Ireland counts as a win against Australia. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that that's just how they are. But yeah. you're right. I mean. Uh, as as uh, much as I, you know, the the devil side of me enjoyed the rain and the fact that uh, Australia did retain the urn uh, in Manchester. Um, I was hopeful for like this, sort of for to be some play, so that it ends up to 0 and uh, to all, and just just simply for the reason that the the English don't start whinging and boss, yeah. you know, they have like yeah, I mean, uh, uh, and it's amazing how quickly the narrative changed. The morning of day five was all about England have been the better team. We're going to make it to all. And once they saw the rain, they were like, you know what? What would be better if we go to the Oval and deny the Australians from winning the Ashes? I was like, hey, I I thought basketball and everything was all about having fun and enjoying. When did it become about denying the opposition a win? That's sad. But uh, yeah, it sums up uh, English cricket in a nutshell, doesn't it?
0: Yeah. Well, Barrett, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. It's something I've mentioned earlier in the program about. Well, Gideon Hague brought up the idea of about what, what's this retaining the Ashes? Don't you have to win the Ashes? Why? What was what, this retaining? Because it does makes for negative play. It could force negative play. Australia, all they had to do was draw this series, and they retain yeah. the Ashes. Yeah. Should we scrap retaining the Ashes? And you've got to win the Ashes. Otherwise, it just sits in perpetuity. It just sits at, No one has the Ashes until you win them.
1: Uh, I mean, question, yeah. question without notice, yeah, is I mean, you're
0: having curry after no, a no, big no, glass no. I mean, of Baalbek? Uh,
1: it, it, it's Gideon Hague. Like, when Gideon Hague writes something, you just have to agree with him, right? I, and he was also <laughs> at, the, uh, at the drinks thing tonight and uh, we were having a chat about this. You know, I, and I'm completely in agreement with him. Like, this retaining business, retention business works only with the Ashes. You take any other major series in the world, any any sport, there's no concept of like retaining something like, you know, what is this earn? Like someone bent a, a couple of bales many years ago and like, you know, we're just playing for it, which is fine. Like and I, I remember writing a piece about this in two thousand nineteen. Just looking at the Australians celebrate uh, the Manchester win and going into the Oval. I was like, wait, yeah, in any other form of competition, this would mean nothing. But Uh, as I was told repeatedly during that Ashes series, mate, but this is the Ashes, it's different. And that's what it felt like. But uh, I think Pat Cummins has said all the right things. He said from the time they've landed that we are not keen just on retaining it. We have done it already in 2019. We want to win this series. And, you know, for an Australian team to have not won in England, won a series in England since 2001, that's 22 years. That's that's bizarre. All Australian teams just win, right? Like That's what they've done historically. So uh, I don't think they will rest easy till they set that record straight. So I'm with Gideon. Uh, I think the retention thing needs to be uh, underplayed a lot more than it is.
0: Barat's under Race and SEN commentary team are joining me uh, this morning from the other side of the world, the fifth test, starting tomorrow night, Thursday night. Cannot wait for this. Uh, Australia out to win, as Barrett said, the Ashes for the first time uh, in a long time in England. Pat Cummins, you just mentioned him. Is he the right man to be Australian captain moving forward?
1: Yes. I mean, what Pat Cummins has said, done for Australian cricket in the last 18 months, I think we, uh, you know, as, as a nation owe him a huge debt of gratitude. You know, he takes over captaincy, having never done it before at a serious level in really, in you know, inopportune times with the whole Tim Payne scandal and like, or whatever, the Tim Payne story, I should yeah. say. And, you know, he wins the Ashes immediately. But what he did uh, since, especially on the road, you know, they go to Pakistan, they say, we're going to play a 15-day test and they win um, purely on the basis of his bowling on that final day. In the final session, when I was there in Lahore, it was a privilege to be there. And and the way he handled himself in Sri Lanka, you know, in a political, uh, the country was in political turmoil. The economy was completely gone. And, and just the, the way he, you know, handled the, 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 you know, the position of being a leader was just like, uh, you know, it was uh, awe-inspiring, to be honest. And, and then, you know, they could have easily got over the line in Delhi. Against India and who knows won the series. It's just like one batch, uh, uh half an hour and they they you know the the tool was ruined in that sense. But they came back strongly in indoor yeah. once Pat Cummins was uh, you know not not around like ever. Uh, I mean he's done everything right. He's spoken about things that most Australian captains haven't spoken about in the past. Not just with cricket but just in the the world. And uh, I have a lot of time and respect for Pat Cummins. He is the right man for Australian cricket and he has really. Lifted Australian cricket uh, to a new level uh, ever since he took over.
0: Barrett, before your curry gets cold and we run out of time, uh, what, what, did, what you saw a few um, things at Australian training today that um, uh, have piqued my interest. Uh, one, no, no Mitchell Stark bowling is—is is that right? Mm.
1: Yeah, I mean Mitchell Stark didn't uh, bowl or bat. Mitchell Marsh didn't bowl or bat, which was a little concerning considering both matches did pick up injuries uh, at the end of that uh, old rapid matches test, uh, but uh, I mean we've learned that uh, Mitchell Stark should be okay to go, and so too Marsh. But I think we'll just have to wait and watch. Uh, like there's another day of training to go tomorrow, but Todd Murphy just the way uh, you know you pick up little things. Just yeah. the way he was warming up, Alex Carey. The first thing he did. Uh, with his wicket keeping, was practiced to keep keep up to the stumps to Todd Murphy, who was bowling at him, and he was also one of the first few tail-enders to have a bat. Those are generally signs that someone is playing. But um, yeah, but uh, honestly, I don't think Australia have made a uh, full-fledged decision yet. Uh, it'll depend on um, how Stark and Marsh pull up tomorrow, and uh, you know, then we'll, we'll get a better idea. But yeah, I think Todd Murphy should be playing, but in whose place? We don't know, Cameron Green, I think, will play. He and he batted quite a while. So uh, it's just how they fit in all these others. Stewie Jew, will he get a bat? Will he yeah. have a bowl? <laughs> uh, <laughs> he, he was, was there amazing. again. He like, I mean, he was not only there, he was helping Alex Carey with his wicket-keeping drills. Initially, I saw he was just, like, tossing balls at him. And then I was like, what? Stewie Jew has picked up a bat. And <laughs> he's, like, you know, bashing balls at Alex Carey. And, like, look. There is a South Australian connection. There is obviously, if you haven't heard this, Alex Carey played Ozzy football. Did you know that? Yeah. I mean, it's just like one of those, the most hyped things about poor Alex Carey. But like, yeah. So he was like a coming together of two uh, footy guys. And no, Stewie Do is getting more and more involved. Like, who knows? He might walk out to the toss. Uh, Two day after tomorrow, <laughs> Pat Cummins is, <laughs> has lost every toss so far in the act. So maybe it won't be a bad idea.
0: Uh, uh, Stewie Jew's record on the Gold Coast for the Suns—it's got to be better than Pat Cummins' record with the toss. So
1: <laughs> get him out
0: there and give it a go. Hey, Barrett, you've been so very—you've been very kind with your time. I'll, I'll let you get back to the colleagues, and we cannot wait for the call. Uh, thank you for the insight, and we'll uh, look forward to the coverage tomorrow night.
1: Uh, anytime, mate. Thank you so much for having me on. Cheers. What an
0: absolute ripper, Barat racing there. Our cricket coverage here on SCN, it starts tomorrow night from 7, the first ball from the Oval, 8 o'clock, all thanks to Plantation Homes. If you're building a new home, Plantation Homes, they're backed by a $7 billion parent company. Where is it? Plantation Homes. 953 this Wednesday morning.